Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today I'm asking the question, should we just not bother with education anymore? Now hear me out, here's what's going on. Now a follower of mine on Twitter, at NCubedSquared, tagged me in a post to this article from the New York Post today, and this really actually got me thinking after I read it about the standards of education and how technology influences our lives. Now, first things first, Let's go over this article from the New York Post, which I thought was very interesting, because here's what happened. A college professor in South Carolina is basically sounding the alarm after catching one of his students using ChatGPT. Now, if you don't know what ChatGPT is, it's a new AI chatbot that is basically just taking uh, AI by storm right now and is available to the public. And so... Essentially, this chatbot could quickly digest and create a written information uh, packet on pretty much anything, including writing a uh, essay for his philosophy class. Now, this technology is weeks old. It was released by OpenAI, and it is readily available to the public. You can go talk to ChatGPT yourself, and essentially it comes as yet another blow to higher learning that is already being plagued by rampant cheating, and that's one of the biggest problems. And so Furman University assistant philosophy professor Darren Hick, talking to New York Post, said, and I quote, academia did not see this coming, so we're sort of blindsided by it. As soon as I reported this on Facebook, my academic friend said, yeah, I caught one too. Now, earlier this month, and here's what happened. <clears throat> Hick had instructed his class to write a 500-word essay on the 18th, uh, 18th century philosopher David Hume and the paradox of horror, which examines how people can get enjoyment for something they fear. And this was basically a take-home test. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, one submission, though, he said, featured hallmarks to him, at least, that flagged, or at least he thought it flagged AI use in basically the rudimentary answers that this student gave. Quote, it's a clean style, but it's recognizable. I would say it writes like a very smart 12th grader. This is Hick talking about uh, chat GPT's written responses to the questions on David Hume. So despite having a background in the ethics of copyright law, Hick said that uh, proving that essentially this paper that uh, was written by chat GPT and not his student is almost impossible to, to basically accuse. Now, first things first, the professor plugged this uh, suspected text into software that is made by the producers of ChatGPT to determine if the written response was formulated by their AI. He was given a 99.9% .9 likely match, but... But unlike other standard plagiarism detection software or a well-crafted college paper, the software offered no citations to prove that this was plagiarized or created by that AI. Now, Hicks then tried producing or, or reproducing, I should say, the same essay by, essay by asking ChatGPT a series of questions he imagined his student asked to get this result. The move yielded similar answers, but no direct matches since the tool formulates unique responses, meaning we can all ask about 18th century philosopher David Hume, and we're not always going to get the same answer from ChatGPT because it's constantly learning, constantly changing. It is unique in its responses. So ultimately, Professor Hick uh, basically confronted the student. The student, yes, uh, basically copped to it, said, yeah, we were. I was using ChatGPT. Naturally, this individual failed the class. He was turned over to the academic dean and on and on because, again, you can't have AI. You're not learning. You're having it do it for you. And so this, I think, is the problem that we have here. Education, there is no doubt, no doubt that education has been enhanced by technology, but it's also opened the door to basically easier sharing of papers, easier plagiarism, 
them. Uh, and now AI is essentially changing the game. You know, before, you know, kids used to be able or students used to be able to go to Wikipedia copy paste and go and there's even citations on wikipedia and here we are then software came out to basically say okay this guy clearly just copied this you know from uh you know from uh from wikipedia then there are databases where you submit papers so if i submit a paper to i don't know a history class or whatever it is that paper that gets lodged into essentially a database in the cloud where other students so if i go ahead and sell that paper somewhere else to another student for i don't know 100 bucks or whatever whatever the going rate is and that person turns that in with their name on it it they can check it to say, oh, this was originally created by Nick at X University on X date. And now they know that <clears throat> essentially I'm selling something to the student. The student is using it illegally. But I think with artificial intelligence just generating responses, we've got a problem here. And we've seen this in other places like in newspapers as well, where some of the basic reporting on local stuff, you don't want, you no longer need an, uh, a, uh, an actual human writer for that. You can just tell the AI like, oh yeah, this is, you know, go watch this baseball game, this local baseball game or whatever that was taped and you write a report on it and it will do it and you could just fast forward to the baseball game and it'll do it this is what we're talking about here but obviously in the realm of academia i think some things to be perfectly honest are best done without the reliance of technology to truly ensure that something is properly done so physical textbooks for example uh you know are one of those things where while they may be heavy uh they lend themselves less to to things like plagiarism or things like uh, being tampered with meaning if I have, let's say, a laptop with the book on it, there's no reason why I can't be popping open Google and searching for things and all of that. But if I'm stuck in a textbook, let's say, in an enclosed environment, then I'm reading off the text, obviously assuming it's accurate and up to date, and here we are. But if you think about it, anything that 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 could potentially be tampered with that may be done manually because it's important to learn, it's important to have education. For the record, I don't think we should go and do away with education. I think education always needs to be expanded. Everybody needs to learn. Uh, you know, I sometimes shake my head when I see YouTube videos of like, you know, like, you know, where's the Queen of England from, right? And nobody gets it, you know, kind of thing, just basic knowledge that we should all have. So education is so unbelievably important, but it has to be accurate and honest. If I've got an AI or somebody else doing the work for me, I'm not learning. And so if you think about that, or even paper ballots and voting, so we know that, you know, the technology hasn't been tampered with, or nobody is tampering with us. And I think that's an important distinction to make as well. So there you go. Those are my thoughts on this. We need education. But where does artificial intelligence really get baked into this process? Do we need to come up with a new way to educate students to make sure that they are not cheating, which is obviously technology has lent itself very easily to that and continues to be more sophisticated as it expands into artificial intelligence and whatever else replaces artificial intelligence unless AI nukes us, a.k.a. Terminator, which I'm still waiting for. And there you go. And please like, share, follow, <laughs> please like, share, and follow me here at YouTube. And uh, I'm sorry, Twitter. I can't speak today. Facebook and Twitter. Same with YouTube as well. Ring that bell. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.